Hello everyone and welcome to the inaugural episode of a show we're going to call High and Away. And high is emphasized because I'm here with my buddy Quinn, my name is John, and we are both high. And that is where we get the name from. So, a little bit about ourselves. Um, we got, we have, at least for me in particular, I've watched my entire life has included baseball. Mm-hmm. Like same for you, right? Like when do you start getting into baseball? Um... Uh, you know, really got really into it, like twenty like twelve. I think was the year I really got into it. Yeah, so you've been you've been into baseball for like ten years. I'm twenty two, and I've been into baseball my entire life, following professional baseball forever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's just been a part of my life, man. And it's all I think about, and it's like, it's it's great. And one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to start a podcast like this is because. We're in a lockout, man. There's there's no baseball. Like there's I am just starved for baseball content. It's killing me. Mm-hmm. Like the best we got right now is like watching some like YouTubers with predictions and rankings and stuff, which is cool and I appreciate it. Like those guys are really cool, but like God, like even if you go turn on like MLB Network, there's nothing there. Oh, yeah. Like it's all just reruns of classic like shows and movies and games and it's just it's just not what you need if you're a baseball fan, especially coming off of twenty twenty one. Like, yeah. what the crazy season that was, holy fuck. Like, it's kind of rollercoaster. You, you have, like, the COVID year, and you have a really good season, and then it's just nothing. Right. That was really weird. You had the juiced balls in 2019, you had the COVID season in 2020, and 2021 with the whole sticky stuff going on, the different baseballs, like, baseball's crazy right now, which is why it sucks that you don't hear anyone talking about it, because there's, mm-hmm. there's a lockout. You go on MLB.com, and all of the... Um, Icons for the players, all the players, just all, they're all grayed out. Yeah. And it's like, what's going on? <clears throat> it's crazy. So, yeah, I guess I guess the lockout is where we're going to start this year because, like, you know, it's the elephant in the room. Like, so what do, like, the players actually want? Because the, the narrative right now is just sort of that it's, you know, the players and the fans versus the owners, right? Yeah. So what is it the players actually want? I'm assuming... A lot of what they're going for is going to be things like service time on young players, uh, minor league quality of life is a big one, especially oh, yeah. in the last like year or so. Mm-hmm. Like you saw all those videos of the kids like sleeping on chairs in hotels, and it's just it's just awful. Yeah, you hear stories about like their bus breaking down and they get out and like push the bus. Oh my god, and then that's a game insane! Like, five hours. That's like, absolutely insane. Yeah, that's something that yeah. absolutely has to be addressed. Addressed, in my opinion, it should be the first thing addressed. They probably are going to want the universal DH. Probably not one of their huge things. I think that's something that's super obvious. It's going to happen. The players also want, you know, we said the service time. The players probably really want a salary floor. I think that's something that they're going to fight for. And that's also something I don't think is very realistic because the owners are just not going to let that happen. Unless you put the salary floor at like $30 million or something ridiculous. It's just something that just seems unrealistic. So you kind of think like, like I'm scrolling through Twitter as we speak, and you don't see any, any good news about the lockout. You haven't, like the last like, we can, it's been like 15 days since the lockout, and there's been nothing. Like we heard after the first couple of days that there's been nothing, but we have had 15 days of nothing. There's just no traction. There's just no traction, nothing's getting done, the owners are still being, being sticklers, and it's just like, what are we, what are we even doing? And you can't help to think, like, holy fuck, what happens if this lasts, like, three or four months, we get to the beginning of spring training, and there's still no baseball, free agents still aren't signed. We have 162 games this year. Right. 
Like we, we gotta we gotta fit those in. We can't have like we were just robbed of a 162 game season in the last two years. Yeah. Like you can't, can't do it again. you can't do it again. Oh man. Like I, I just I really hope for the best. I'm cautiously optimistic, but it's just it's just gonna be it's it's gonna be really sad if we get to the point when we're losing baseball because of this. Yeah. Like Jesus. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, I don't trust Rob Manfred in any situation, especially one like this. Hundred percent. The only baseball news we have gotten in literally fifteen days has been Buck Showalter signing to be the Mets manager. You know we're in trouble if it's the middle of December, and that's the most exciting thing that's happened. Yeah. And it's Buck Showalter of all people. Like, who cares? He's going to manage a team that with. <laughs> with an insanely high payroll, they'll do well. It's like, oh yeah, we have Showalter, for, but who cares? Like, yeah, that is not not what we need right now. <coughs> but yeah, <coughs> Show one <Walsh> coach. <coughs> one thing that I do want to uh, look up here is that Colin McHugh said something pretty interesting about the lockout. God, I wish I could find the tweet. But they were talking about it on MLB, MLB Network, so right before they just stopped doing MLB Network. Oh, I'm not going to be able to find it, am I? This is going to be so, so sad. But he essentially said something along the lines of, it's just very unrealistic for the players to tr- have all of these different demands and try to attack them all at once. When he said that over the last 20 years, baseball has been doing things really slow, where, you know, you saw as recently as like five or six years ago, that... The intentional walk was removed. You don't have to throw the baseball anymore. I hate that rule. Yeah, I, I hated it too. But like, that's, see, that's the thing. Rob Manfred thinks he's doing all these like forward-thinking things, but in reality, how much time does that really save a game? I saw a chart that showed like average length of games throughout the years, and it's kind of gone up in the past few years, which makes no sense. Right. Which is funny, but yeah, it's funny because like three batter minimum. The only reason that was implemented was because oh, it's supposed to speed up the games. And it's just it's just unnecessary. It's unnecessary. But Colin McHugh, he is he is correct in that argument. The MLB has been very steadily introducing things that they want to implement, and for the MLBPA to go, okay, we want this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, all at once. Yeah. You know, that's I, I I don't think they're wrong about any of those things. I think they deserve all those things. But is it realistic that you can convince thirty owners to do that? without losing baseball because if we get to the point in March where we start to lose baseball it's realistic for fans to kind of think okay well who who why why don't we have baseball right now who can I blame for this yeah and you see oh the players will only accept it if we have this 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 and this and you've seen Marcus Stroman tweet like oh yeah we'll we'll stay in the lockout as long as we have to we're gonna get what we want and it's like well that kind of sucks for the fans yeah. and only the fans. You know exactly. what I mean? Like the, the only, there, like the only the players and the owners are still going to be fine. They're all millionaires, but like, I don't know. Do like the do the Dylan Carlsons of the world and the Cabrian Hayes's? Do they really want to lock out? They got something to prove. They want to play baseball. Exactly. And like, of course, it makes sense that guys like Stroman who just signed a sixty million dollar deal yeah. with the Cubs. And he's a he good like. Of course, you fine. can last that long. Like. I mean, yeah, this, that's that's the thing, man. He's and again, the players are not wrong on pretty much 100% of the things they want. I agree with all of the things they want. Better stuff for minor leaguers, better living conditions, all that stuff. Mm. <clears throat> pretty much everything the players want are justified. But at the end of the day, 
if you are gonna if you're gonna be playing a role in taking baseball away from the fans, that's not a good look, regardless of what side you're on. Yeah. So I think something something just has to be done. It just has to be, or, or baseball's in trouble because we had like twenty. Oh, that's the thing, man. Twenty twenty one was the probably the most marketable year for MLB. Yeah. That I remember them ever having. Shohei Otani was doing shit that. Like, no one in the history of baseball has ever done. Uh Vladimir Guerrero Jr. became more than what anyone even predicted he could be. Tatis. Tatis is exciting to watch. Tatis is one of the faces of baseball. Oh, my gosh. DeGrom, at the beginning, had, like, historically insane. And, like, a 412 batting average along with it. Oh, my God. See, you can't take that away from people, man. Like, we can have another year of this. You cannot take that away. You just can't. Like, me and Quinn are fans, too. And, like, the fact that we're having this conversation about 2021, you can't stop us from doing that again, or it will be detrimental to the game. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. It's, it's been 15 days and I'm going insane. Uh-huh. Like, let alone, like, months. Holy shit. Yeah, so this is going to be a long offseason. It's going to be a long offseason, man. Fuck. All right, well, one of the things I wanted to do as a part of this podcast, you know, it's not going to be a one episode podcast this will be a lot of many episodes i would hope it's fun i've so far it's been fun in the 10 minutes we've been doing it yeah so so, um what i'm gonna do is introduce a segment where we are going to go through each and every division as a focus of an episode and just give our thoughts on it and just do and just do and say dumb shit about that division in particular Mm -hmm. And so, naturally, we are going to start with the AL East. But first, before we get into the topics of discussion, I have a trivia question for you, Quinn. Uh-oh. And we will reveal it at the end of the segment. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. You know, no Googling. You have a laptop in front of you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, okay, yeah. I'll make sure he doesn't Google it. And it has to do with our division in question today. Okay. Who has the highest career war of any single player to be a part of at least three out of the five American League East teams. Let me know if you need me, re- need me to repeat that at any point. So there's highest war from a player that's been a part of three or more AL East teams? Correct. Okay. That is correct. That is the question. Okay. Yeah. The AL East, I think it's a good place to start, too, because they have four teams that could easily win that division, in my opinion. Yes. And they also have the Baltimore Royals, who are trying their best, you know. They got Adley Rutschman coming, and that's about it. But hey, they're there. They're there as well. No offense to the Orioles fans, but they are there. You're there. Hey, I like some Orioles players. Who do you like? Ryan Mountcastle. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. Who else would you like? You like Ryan Mike Mountcastle Cedric now? Mullins. Okay, Cedric Mullins is sick. Um, I will do. I will say Cedric Mullins is pretty sick. Yeah, Can you name a who is in their rotation, Quinn? Who the rotation? Is John Means. John Means. Okay. That's bad. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, the John means, and that's that's pretty much that's it. Okay, still. so that's the Orioles. You know, they're doing their best. I think they could get it. They could. They should sign a few dudes to like one year deal, see if they can flip them. Because I feel like their rebuild has just not been productive. I mean, rooting at a door. They did get rooting at a door. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yes, they, so. That's actually the perfect example of the moves they should be making. They should get like guys on one or two year deals and just try to flip them. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you look at the Baltimore Orioles and you're like, damn, they're still not even, especially with that division. Like, they're just not even close. It's It sucks to be an Orioles fan right now. Yeah, because the AL East is just so stacked. Dude, like, the Blue Jays... Like, literally, those four teams are so entertaining. Like, the Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays... The Rays. And the Rays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, 
wow, like what a what a fucking crazy division that is, and what it will be over the next few years. Yeah. Like okay, so far, like what what is what has happened in the AL East this off season? I know that um, the Blue Jays They've extended. Lost. They extended Barrios. They lost Robbie Ray. They, they lost signed, Simeon. They lost Simeon. They got Kevin Gosman. Yeah. I don't think I don't think at this point they're a better team than they were to end twenty twenty one. I think you could argue that right now, you know, obviously if there wasn't a lockout, maybe they'd be making moves. But as of right now, I don't think they're much better. I think they could make a crazy trade to get better with a certain. And an AL Central Division team that just got renamed, but you know that's one that, of my trades I talked oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah. Look at that foreshadowing. But yeah, that's definitely like I, I think the Blue Jays are 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 the team in that division that is best positioned for long term success. I think yeah, they're they're their, a lot their, of young guys. their window is just opening. Mm. Whereas like you look at the Yankees, I, I think out of those four teams right now, I think I like the Yankees the least. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like, I like them the least for success. You just got guys on that team between Luke Voigt, Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, even Miguel Andujar. It's like, okay, how many at-bats can I even, like, count on you this year? Like, a couple hundred? Like, Aaron Judge, okay, Aaron Judge did have a fantastic year, and he proved Very that he can do it. Very swept on year. Yeah, and, and he proved that he can do it when he stays healthy, but that's okay. That's, that's a good start. It's a good start, Aaron Judge, but I want to see him be healthy for another full season, and then I'm really, really... Also, you just need Claver Torres to be okay. Yeah, he was awful. Gary Sanchez was awful. Yeah. You need those guys to turn it around. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if all of that can happen. I don't know if that can, that can all happen in one season. You know, they, they're the Yankees. They can just spend a fuck ton of money. And get whoever they want. Yeah, but I don't know with what they have right now. They're better than those three teams. I probably think they're the third or fourth best team in that division right now. Uh-huh. The Rays are the Rays are the Rays, you know. They they signed Wander to a ten year ridiculous deal. He's literally that. two years younger than me and just signed a three hundred and was three hundred twenty four or something million dollar deal. Yeah. That is insane. That is absolutely crazy to me. The Red Sox are good too. The Red Sox oh my like Xander Bogarts and Raphael Devers might be two of my favorite non Cardinals in the game right now. Absolutely. Yeah. They they are just so good. Like, Xander Bogarts, like, he can't really field for shit, but all he does is hit at all times. And he's a great hitter. Like, Raphael Devers, the same thing. Yeah. They have a lot of, like, weird guys on their team that just, like, come through in the... Kike Hernandez. Exactly. Just going <laughs> off in the playoffs. I love Kike Hernandez. Hunter Renfro was good for them. He was. He was. Didn't they get rid of him? He's on the Brewers. He's on the Brewers. They That's right. back to get uh, Jackie J- JBJ, yeah. Which is a weird sign. Very out. weird trade. I don't like that. Yeah. What the hell is that? Hein Bloom, what are you doing? Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna have a good year in Milwaukee. I'm afraid you're totally right. Yeah. They did lose Avicela Garcia though. He's very he was very solid. Yeah, yeah. That person had like they had some diamonds in the rough. Like Yelich sucked. Yeah, dude, and that team was still good. Exactly. Like imagine like that's that's what scares me about the Brewers, is that they're like they won ninety something games and they did it without a decent Christian Yelich. Exactly. I mean, they had, obviously, very good pitching to yeah, bolster yeah. them. Um, the Willie, best top three in the game. Willie Adamas was huge for them. Yeah, that was a crazy pickup. It's rare that the Rays miss on someone and the and someone else exactly. takes advantage. You know what I mean? Usually yeah. it's the other way around. Okay, right. speaking of the Rays, who 
Well, didn't they sign a pitcher or something right, like right before the lockout? Did they sign Corey Kluber? Yes, they did. That's who it was, Corey Kluber. What a weird signing that was. I mean, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know how I feel about it. It's not he like... was just on the Yankees. Yeah. And I don't know. You know, it's the Rays signed a pitcher to a one-year deal, and you know, why, why don't people say the Rays have devil magic? They got to have some. The, the, Car- the oh, Cardinals yeah. are just a team with the devil, devil magic, but I feel like no one's talking about the devil magic going on in Tampa Bay. I think there's a little bit of they magic there. They make a lot out of a little. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. My, at one point, favorite Cardinal, Randy Rosarino. Yeah. God, if he's been insane for them. Dude, I, like, uh, the fact that we had Randy Rosarena, Adolis Garcia, Sandy Alcantara, Zach Gallen, like, Ugh. dude, the amount of, I mean, the Cardinals still have a great team right now, but the amount of misses in, in the prospects over the last few years has been pretty rough. Because we've always had a very good farm system, so we've kind of saying, expended them, and they turned yeah. out to be great. Insane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that really covers all the teams in the AL East. Like, So, what we're going to talk about now, we're obviously going to do the fun stuff. We're going to predict some stuff to happen. We're going to make the offseason that we all are missing right now. Mm-hmm. Because it's not here. We're going to pretend that we are it. And so we are each going to provide you with, first, we're going to do trades. We're each going to create a blockbuster trade, including the AL East, that will you know benefit or hurt the teams. And so, Quinn, do you want to go first? I mean, I will. So we're talking about the Blue Jays. Oh, okay. What they do? And the Guardians. And I'm saying, oh, so I, I predicted yours? Yeah, you did. I say they get J-Ram. Yep. For Gabriel, uh, sorry, Gabriel Moreno uh-huh. or Elvis Martinez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gunnar Hogland, and then either Jordan Groshans or Nate Pearson. Both wow. those, yeah. That's a lot. It, it, that's I mean, a lot for Jordan. The Guardians are going to need a lot. They are going to need a lot. And, and I'm saying, and I think that keep the price tag would be very high for Jose Ramirez. I'm saying, reasons Groshans or Pearson is uh, they have a hole in their offense, I meaning in their infield right now. So you might need to have a guy like Jordan Groshans who can step up. Yeah. I mean, and then you got Nate Pearson who's just like. He's a stud. Yeah, exactly. He's insane. So it's going to be... And the Indians do love having those arms. I don't know if you're the Blue Jays if you do that trade, though. I mean, I think that's about what the Guardians would ask for, but, I mean, I, I dude, you know what would be crazy? I want to see the Blue Jays sign Freddie Freeman. Move Vlad back over oh. to third and just let him have stone hands over there and let him keep it, it 47 yeah, homers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he can just rake. I see, I was thinking about Freddie. We can get into it, the free agent talk, but... Yeah. You can name your trade. Okay, I'm doing my trade. Okay. All right, you ready for this one? I kind of went the opposite direction than what you might expect. I got the Orioles trading Cedric Mullins yeah. to the Giants oh. for Luis Matos, Tommy LaStella, and Will Bednar <coughs> is the trade. Yeah, there's talk of Mullins getting traded. Yeah, so that's I mean, you sell possible. high. Like I said, the Orioles are so far away. Like They have nothing to lose. I mean... I th- okay, I think Cedric Mullins is legit as hell. I think that's the player he is. The player that we saw in 2021 is Cedric Mullins. Mm-hmm. But if you're the Orioles looking at all their notes and shit, right, you see, okay, he has done this for one year. He's got plenty of team control left. And there will be plenty of buyers. You know what I mean? And we yeah. are six years away from competing. I, I think you trade Cedric Mullins. I think that makes sense. Yeah. You get, you're getting a bunch of really young prospects from the Giants. Luis Matos, 19-year-old outfielder, mashes. Uh, who else do I have going? Will Bednar. He is a 21-year-old arm, right-handed pitcher, 6'2". 
And who else? Oh, yeah, Tommy Lestella. Because, again, you want to get guys that can have decent years and then they can just flip them. Tommy Lestella, he's a solid player. Like, right, exactly. Like, he can play, play second base, third base. Like, yeah, and, he, and when he's healthy, he can hit you some diggers, get you some value, and then you can flip them for something else exactly. to help the rebuild. Because I think the Baltimore Orioles have forgotten about the fact that when you're rebuilding, you're supposed to be adding pieces and not just losing games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like I don't know, man. It's just it's not going well up there. That is that is a fact. All right, so we we made the trades. Okay, well I have I have one last. Oh, we got a bonus trade. A bonus. Trade. Okay, let's do the bonus. So trade. the Cubs, they, you know, they they got rid of a lot of guys. Yes, they did last year, mm-hmm. and some of those guys might be coming back. Who knows? Like a Rizzo. Mm-hmm. But there is talks of them sending Contreras somewhere. Oh, and I think a good fit would be the Yankees, right? Yeah, Gary. He cannot field he cannot at field. all. He's so lazy. Is Gary in the trade? Possibly, but they could, like, I don't know. With all their injuries, they could move Gary to DH or something. Yeah. But, yeah, then you can try us. He'll hit well. But, and then and he'll, he'll catch the ball behind the plate. Yeah. So, I mean, he won't it's, lead the league in pass balls. It's, a little, it's just a little idea. Okay. I like it. I like it. Now, let's hear the free agent signings. Let's spend some money today, Quinn. Mm-hmm. Who, you, who you got spending money? So, I have... The Blue Jays. Okay. Signing Kyle Schwarber. Oh. I know. There's talk of Schwarber going to, like, the Guardians uh-huh. or something, which would be cool. Well, I'm saying, I mean, the Blue Jays could get a really good bat. Yeah. I think he'd, do, he'd play very well there. Not a lot of scary left-handed bats in that lineup right now. Unless, exactly. Because Kevin Biggio had an awful year. Yeah. I think he would balance that lineup out real well. And, like, you won't have to force him to play first base, which is not – he's not good there. No, no. He, he wouldn't have to do that. Years. But, I mean, yeah, he could be DH or possibly outfield or yeah. something. If that outfield, that. Guriel and um, – Springer. And Springer and Grichuk and yeah. – um, oh, what's his, what's his name? Teoscar Hernandez. Teoscar. Like a lot of you guys, they also get hurt a lot, though, so there can definitely be some at-bats there. I like that a lot. I like that Kyle Schwarber to the Blue Jays. <sighs> All right, you ready for everyone's least favorite prediction they're ever going to oh, hear? What is it? I got Justin Verlander signing with the Yankees. Oh. Two years, $70 million. No. $35 million a year for Justin Verlander to join his old teammate with the New York Yankees. That would be, Bolster that rotation. That would be deadly. And show all the people like me who think they're the fourth best team in that division to shut the fuck up. And we're just going to go throw Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander at you like it's 27 or 28, whatever. 2017. 20, 19 Astros? Whatever. Well, I like yeah. it was the Astros. That would be so. I hate the Yankees. Yeah, that'd be unfortunate It'd for be everyone unfortunate. involved, really. Like, that would, um, would be kind of I rough. really think it's, he's either going to sign with a team like the Yankees or just go back to the Astros. I don't really see him doing anything too adventurous. So, like, that's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. totally possible. Hundred percent. Yeah, names like possible. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of good free agents out right now. Mm-hmm. Like Carlos Correa. You see the what he declined from the Tigers. Wasn't it like two years, two seventy five? It was. Yeah, it was. It was something big. Um, because there's a lot of talks of um, him going to the Tigers early on. Yeah. Um, then they sign. It was ten years at two seventy five. Yeah. And he they, then they get Javi Baez. So that's like, such a bad sign. Yeah, it's just like, like I'm sorry, but like Javier Baez, <coughs> man, like he swings at pitches that make you literally want to vomit. Like I saw this; it was actually hilarious on the r slash uh, baseball subreddit. Shortly after the Tigers signed Javier Baez to what, like six years, 140 million, something like that. Uh, six years, 140. Yep. Six years, 140 million. It was like 
compilation of Javier Baez swinging at ridiculous pitches, and it was just like four and a half minutes. It was just 2021. Four and a half minutes of just him swinging at absolute garbage. Just, and it's like, dude, you've been in the league like six and a half years. You simply have to get better. Because he does, it's almost like he chooses not to walk. Yeah. He has, so, like, his walk numbers are horrible. And someone, I think someone at the Mets talked to him and was like, dude, you can't keep doing this. Because it did get a little tiny bit better towards the end of the year. Yeah. I just think investing $140 million in Javier Baez. For 60 years to Ooh. put up those numbers is not going to look good. Yeah. I mean, he'll always have the great defense, and he doesn't really get hurt. Yeah. So, like, just saying. I guess that's fine, but. Detroit Brands, you know, they're struggling enough, and they're going to have to watch. Like, their new star shortstop strike out four times a game. Yeah, and it's definitely not going to help him being in Comerica Park. It's definitely not going to help him playing in 30-degree weather for the first month of the year. Yeah. Like, God, I'm sorry to the Tigers, but what an unattractive place to play baseball, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. I don't know what kind of... I, I, do, th- I do think they're like, they, their window is slightly opening, but I just think that was not the right move. Didn't they sign Eros? They did sign Erod, and they traded for Tucker Barnhart too, yeah, which right. was a low key one that they did. He's a I'm a big ball. Eric Haas fan, but Tucker Barnhart is insane too. Gold glove defense right there. Gold glove defense. But I thought they were gonna get Crayon and then the bias trade came out of nowhere. Now it seems like they're trying to like have them as the middle infield, which uh, just, I don't know if I, who would want to play there. Yeah, really weird. <coughs> I don't, I don't. I don't think that right now with Javier Baez that that team is better than the White Sox. But but you know, fuck. You look at that division and you see the Guardians who just want to lose all the time, and then you see the Royals who suck. You see the Twins who had one of the worst years in recent memory based on like where they were supposed to be. Yeah, and you have the White Sox who are just gonna continue to win. Yeah, that's like two and a half teams. You might be able to take advantage of them if you're the Tigers. You never know. Just gossiping about the Tigers, by the way, during a segment about the AL East. All right. So, next part of the segment. This is one I'm excited for. We are what's are doing what we're going to call rapid-fire hot takes. Oh, yes. Where we're going to take turns. I'll set a one-minute timer. And I have ten questions I'll be asking Quinn. And he will have to answer those questions as fast as possible with a, as hot a take as possible... While also being high. So, good luck, Quinn. Thank Are you ready? Uh, sure. Uh, sure. That wasn't very, that wasn't very <laughs> convincing. Okay, that wasn't very convincing at all. Are you ready? Yeah. Ready? Uh-huh. Are you ready? <laughs> One more time. All right. Okay. Which AL East player finishes with the highest war in 2022? Highest war? Highest war. 50 seconds. See Vladdy. Vladdy, most underrated player in the division. Brian Mountcastle. Hottest manager. <laughs> who, who's the hottest manager, Quinn? <laughs> Pass. Pass? Like, worst fans. Um, Yankees. I mean, they're like... Best stadium. Finally. Who is the most disappointing player from the AL East in 2022? Um... 24 seconds. If not the Orioles, who finishes in last? Uh, Yankees. Which Yankees player hears the most boos in 2022? Stan. Will the Rays be in Tampa five years from now? No. Will the AL East, uh, what AL East player would you want to smoke with the most? You have four seconds. Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins. Ooh, finished with two seconds to go. You gotta give me a hottest manager. We're going back to that. You Can did I do some research? <laughs> go for it. So you would want to smoke with Cedric Mullins? 
guess so. It's all the first play I thought of. All right. Well, while you're getting your, while you're gonna tell me your hottest manager, I'm gonna pull this thing up. Uh, you know what, Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash. That's yeah. probably the obvious answer. Yeah. Who else? Yo, know, Aaron Boone. Maybe? That's what I was thinking for a second. All right, we'll get to mine here in a second. All right. Well, there I do have a similar question, <laughs> which is which is fantastic. That felt way less than ten questions. That was ten. Mm. You got you got through all ten. I was surprised. Well, you did pass on one of them. <laughs> well, that, I had to. It's controversial. But who's not? What are you gonna hurt someone's feelings? Yeah. You think Aaron Boone is just gonna He's get listening. his heart ripped out. He's listening right now. Oh god. All right. I like. Give me a second. All right, I'm ready whenever you are. You ready? Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Do you, do you have the do you have the timer? Uh, I can. I can. Yeah, just one minute. Okay, give it to me. You ready? I'm ready. Do the Red Sox continue their success from last year? No. Because why do you win MVP? No. Name a big acquisition the Yankees could get this year. Uh, fuck! Why can't I think of anyone? Uh, fuck! Uh, Jose Ramirez. Um, top pitcher in the AL East. Corey Kluber. Uh, if, if the mascots of each team, so Red Sox, Yankee, Ray, Oriole, and Blue Jay were in an arena, who would win? Green Monster. It's not, it's, no, no, like act the actual like like Red Sox, not 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 the Green. Oh Monster. fuck! You, no, you mean logo, not mascot. Okay. Same shit. Okay, fuck. Oh wait, Red, red Oh, it's gotta be a Ray, right? Yeah, a Ray beats a Blue Jay, hundred percent. Okay. Uh, how many more years do the Orioles suck? Seven. Do the Yankees make the playoffs? No. Cutest member of the Blue Jays. Oh, it's gotta be Kevin Biggio. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Kevin Biggio. Um, how, I I, I confuse you on one of the questions. I'll let you finish. One AL East team. Uh, no, actually, I'll change it. Say, okay. Say the the Rays, like uh, the actual animal. Uh -huh. They get offended by the name, and the Rays have to change their name. What what's the new name? <laughs> the Rays have to change their name because they got offended. Uh, what do you think? Tampa Bay Oranges, I don't know. <laughs> what team disappoints next year? Yankees. Yeah, Damn, I am just hating on the Yankees today. <laughs> like, fuck the Yankees, I guess, dude. It's good. Fuck the Yankees, I guess. Yeah. I just, I don't have a good feeling about them this year. You just want to keep riding I really on? don't. Uh -huh. really, but, yeah. Kevin Biggio for cutest Blue Jay. <laughs> he is. Okay, if I get here, give me some more thought. I I, I think he I, he might be my final answer anyway. I say Bo Bichette wipes. Oh, nah, his face is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's got good hair. I don't know. He does. He does have good hair. I don't know. It's my it's my thought. That's your thought. You're a Bo Bichette guy. I'm a big Bo Bichette guy. Got it. Yeah, I guess I'm more of a Kevin Biggio guy. If Rowdy Telez was still on the team, I'm though. Say that. Yeah. Oh man, I miss Rowdy. No, did we get? We're gonna get to see plenty of Rowdy this year. Yeah. Wait, is he still in the Brewers or did he? Is he a free agent or something? Seems like one of those guys would be a free agent right yeah, now. Yeah, like one year at the Brewers. Um, Rowdy Telez. Still Brewers. Still Brewers. Okay. Good for them. I'm, I'm a Rowdy Telez lover. I really just love the Brewers. I'm being honest. They have such a good. They have such a sick team. Yeah. Like, it sucks that they're in our division because they have such a sick team. Yeah. I. I mean, oh my god. So good. It's how it always is. It's, it's how always. it always is. The Brewers are always just kind of 
there being good. Yeah. Like, respectfully, just humbly winning the division every year. With ease. <laughs> With ease. Yeah, I don't like The Cardinals that. won 17 games in a row, and the Brewers did not break a sweat. Yeah, it does not matter. Like, you're not going to catch up. Right. You're just not going to do it. The Brewers are just too good at what they do. They're just too good, man. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah, AL East. <clears throat> now, we are going to finish the division segment by predicting the standings, one through five. We're not going to do the, the the actual games they win, because I'm not good at math, and I'm not going to make them all work out, you know what I mean? Because we're going to do predictions for other divisions, and I don't want people to be like, oh, that's, that's too many wins that is possible. Exactly. Like, just, no. just the teams. Yeah, just the teams. Just the teams all in right. a row. All right, so who do we have in last? Orioles. I also have the Orioles. <laughs> well, well done. Yeah. Well done. Okay. And who do we have in fourth? Yankees. I also have the Yankees, man. <laughs> Fuck the Yankees. We're back to hating the Yankees <laughs> for no reason. Suck. Like, goddamn. Like, I didn't even think I hated the Yankees before I sat down here today, Quinn. Oh, I did. But it turns out I hate the Yankees. Yeah. Jesus Christ. No what love. the fuck? No love. No love for the Yankees whatsoever. Third place. Who'd you got? Blue Jays. Oh, okay. Okay. I have the Rays. I have the Rays in what? third. I, I, I don't know. I feel like... I would have thought you would have had the Blue Jays higher because I, you're so big on the Blue Jays. I love the Blue Jays, yeah. but I just I think losing Semyon and Ray hurts. I mean, Osman's a very good signing, but I think yeah. they're not going to be able to produce. Yeah, we'll have to see. But yeah, I have the Rays in third. I just don't know if they can do it again, man. I mean, like obviously they can because they keep doing it, but it's just like. God, I kind of want to see the exciting teams win. No offense to the Rays, but <laughs> no offense to the Rays, but it's kind of boring. They're they they win so easily and in the least exciting ways possible. Fair, like yeah, they're not it, like they're exciting. Like there will be no more no hitters in Rays history. It will not happen. That 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 pitcher will get pulled in the seventh inning. Like you know what I mean? Like, but like they have the most exciting player in baseball. Right. It's like Brett Phillips. <laughs> I honestly did not realize you were you were gonna do something like that. Fuck, that surprised me. I love Brett Phillips. Brett Phillips is sick. Right. Yeah, I, I just can't see the Rays getting any higher again. But I mean, it's gonna happen. But fuck, okay. Number two. Yeah, who you got? Red Sox. I also have the Red Sox in the second. Really? I think they're. I I, I really do like yeah. the Red Sox, man. They got uh-huh. a good squad. If they can re-sign Schwarber, that'd be good for them. It's I mean, bad. yeah. They they gotta do. They gotta add something there, but. I do like the Red Sox a lot because I'm just a big, I'm such a big fan of those two guys. And they'll have sale. They'll have sale healthy. Yeah, Valdi's still there, pitching decent, Mm -hmm. showing up in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I like the Red Sox a lot as well. I think what they did is actually sustainable, regardless of how I answered the hot take question because I just had to come up with something really quick. But I do like the Red Sox a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then first, I have the Rays. And I have the Blue Jays in first. I so like, we, flop, we flop first and third. Now. I like the Blue Jays in first, but like I think the Rays. There's just no you, way. You're, they, yeah, you just yeah. I mean, I just I just don't want to believe it, man. I don't. Have, I, now they have a full season of um, Wander. Uh-huh. It's gonna put up no, like just absolute numbers. Like they're just like so solid. Yeah, they're they're fucking good, man. It sucks. It's annoying because I want the Blue Jays to win. So, yeah, I mean that's right. Like, oh man, our bird bros in the AL East. 
Like, God, that would be so great if the Blue Jays... Because, dude, do you remember... It's been like five or six years since the Blue Jays have been good. Do you remember how lit it was in the Rogers Center in like 2015 and 16 in when the playoffs? When they're like, that was like the like, loudest place in the world. It was like Tulo, Donaldson, Bautista, yeah. Encarnacion. Yeah, you had that Encarnacion home run off of... What was it? Ubaldo Jimenez or yeah. something? No, it wasn't off of him. It was against the Orioles. It was against the Orioles. Yeah. Um, then... I mean, you have that obvious that Jose Bautista home run against the Rangers. Yep. God. Oh, my God. And then they had um, Russell Martin. Yeah, they had Russell Martin, too. They had Colby Rasmus in the beginning of that era. We have a Colby Rasmus sighting. They had uh, David Price at one point. They did. I forgot about that. Yeah. Their team. R.A. Dickey. R.A. Dickey, yep. Oh, my God. Uh, Roberto Osuna. Before he was, yeah. a, well, probably during when he was a terrible person, he yeah. didn't get caught until later. Jose Reyes during that era. Uh, I loved Jose Reyes. Jose Reyes on the Mets was so sick. Well, yeah. I just thought he was sick. Dude, that, those, okay, yeah, those Blue Jays teams were fucking sick, man. William Hendricks, Mark Burley. Mm-hmm. For no reason. <laughs> For no reason, Mark Burley. For no reason. Just because we can, yeah. we'll have Mark Burley. St. Louis legend Mark Burley. Legend. Legend of the game. He is a legend of the game. game. He, oh, you should be, oh, we need to do a Hall of Fame segment next episode. We definitely do, because I got a lot of shit to say about that. But Mark Burley, he could be a Hall of Famer. He should be. He definitely should be. Well, uh, can we go back to the trivia question? Okay. Do you you have your answer? Yes, but I know it's not right. Okay, what you got? Well, I was thinking, I was thinking of someone who played on multiple, um, ALE's teams. Uh-huh. And one person came to mind. The, Steve Pierce. Steve Pierce. <laughs> it is, as a matter of fact, not Steve Pierce's answer question. Shocking. <clears throat> You're gonna, uh, I, I intentionally made this a trivia question just to make you feel stupid, Quinn. And I apologize yeah. in advance. Thanks. You want to know who it is? Yeah. It was Babe Ruth. <laughs> <sighs> Red Sox, Yankees, and Orioles. And if you, if you remember... I did use the words to be a part of three organizations. He never played for the Orioles. Okay, but that's just a lame. No, I mean, if it was written, if you had it in front of you, it probably would have been easier for you to answer. But no, that was the answer to that question. That was it. That was the one right there. I don't like that. You don't like that? Yeah. Oh, I like it a lot. All right. Anything else you want to talk about before, um, before we call it for this inaugural episode? No, I think that's it, yeah. Okay, sick. So, I'm going to say some stuff here, though. So, I did make us a... Hello, everyone. This is post-editing John here. And while I was editing this, I realized that I totally linked the wrong Twitter account. Or not linked to the wrong Twitter, but I mentioned the wrong Twitter account. So, that was super awkward. So, I'm going to fix that here. Our actual Twitter is called High and Away PC. The H, the A, and the PC are all capital PC for podcast. So yeah, that's that. I'll probably cut out some clips here and put those on Twitter. And yeah, I hope you all have a great day. Bye.